0: The Pat
1: Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News
0: Talk. Helen McEntee prevailed yesterday in that confidence motion. Uh, the action was started by Sinn Fein, who proposed a no confidence motion in the minister. Uh, but the government countered with their own confidence motion, which was won comfortably by uh, 20 votes. Now, this is the Sinn Fein leader, Mary Lou MacDonald.
2: Over the course of Fine Gael's 12 years in government, people have been robbed of their safety. Garda stations have been closed or put on reduced hours. Community Garda numbers have been decimated. Gone are the days of the Garda on the beat, the very bedrock of effective community policing. And this has contributed to a general feeling of lawlessness and an unsafe environment. The response of government has been at best to skirt around the problem and at worst to completely abandon these communities. This riot was entirely predictable. It was coming. The instigators did not try to hide their intent. It was openly orchestrated immediately following the attacks. But there was no plan to respond.
0: And that's the Sinn Féin leader, Mary Lou MacDonald. Uh, Fine Gael's Josefa Madigan uh, pushed Mary Lou MacDonald to withdraw comments she made in the Doyle about a lack of government support to the school involved in those attacks.
2: NEP's Education Psychological Service was in the school by two o'clock that day. And you're saying here, as a fact, Mary Lou Trump, fake news that the school received no assistance for two whole weeks. Now, I would actually ask you seriously to withdraw that comment, because it's completely incorrect. Laskin, Corey, you might ask the deputy to do that. Your time is running. I'm just warning if your time is actually running. You have public public order peers here and Mary Lou Trump. Like, how can anybody believe anything that comes out of your mouth?
0: Well, there were many contributions uh, back and forth, uh, reliving both the government's history in law and order and Sinn Féin's own activities. But uh, Minister Helen McEntee had this to say to Mary Lou MacDonald.
2: It might surprise Deputy MacDonald to know that this is not an episode of The Apprentice. You can't fire your way out of a situation. It's a serious business that requires judgment and leadership quality. She and her party repeatedly failed to show. So let's ask ourselves, Ken Corlea. If Sinn Féin were in government, if Deputy Macdonald was Taoiseach, after sacking the Minister for Justice, after sacking the Garda Commissioner, who would she turn to for advice on security and policing? Would it be the same Republican family who said it was okay to ignore Covid rules for a political funeral? The same group of people she consulted before she unashamedly politicised policing in the past? Because it is nothing new.
0: And uh, the Tánaiste uh, Micheál Martin uh, had to go wondering about Mary Lou Macdonald's uh, lack of contributions on law and order in recent times.
1: Deputy Macdonald has the freedom, almost unique in the democratic world, of the daily opportunity to raise any issue she wants. If she thinks that something dangerous is imminent, she can stand here and demand action with the certainty that it will receive widespread coverage. Yet in spite of her claim that the dogs in the street knew a riot was about to happen, the Doyle record shows that in the past three months in leaders' questions, she never once raised the violence she now says was obviously about to break out. Deputy MacDonald is one of the deputies for the North Inner City. She claims to have been aware of a rising tide of extremism, yet did not think it was important enough to come in here as a party leader and demand action.
0: Now that was the Thonishda Mihal Martin uh, joining me now. Fiona Sheehan, Ireland editor with the Independent.ie. Uh, Fiona, good morning. Good morning, Pat. This was a high risk strategy by uh, Sinn Féin. Uh, they knew they would lose the vote. They could count uh, the votes as uh, easily as anybody else, so they knew they'd lose. But presumably, they thought they would get some sort of higher ground from the whole debate, even though the loss was inevitable.
1: Yeah, so they, they wanted to be seen to be continuing to press uh, pressure on the, the Minister for, for Justice. There's a, a touch of an inevitability here. Once Mary Lou McDonald came out the day after the attack on uh, Parnell Square and the the riots uh, on O'Connell Street and declared no confidence in the Garda Commissioner and the, the Minister for Justice, well, you then have to follow that up. Uh, in the Democratic Parliamentary Forum and put down a, a motion. But there, you know, while while there was uh, quiet complaining from the back benches about Helen McAtee's performance uh, over the, the past couple of months, uh, what the effect of, of this uh, motion was to, to cause a rallying uh, around uh, of the minister, and you, you saw that reflected in, in the fairly comfortable uh, majority that that the government mm. had here and you even had you know it was an opportunity for Fine Gael tds to come out uh, all guns blazing against Sinn fein and and point to their past indiscretions of 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 their own tds and the paramilitary terrorist organisation that the party was associated with uh, in in the past uh, and it was also even an opportunity for for some independents to again uh, stress that you know they're not entirely happy with the government, but but they're they're sticking with with what they've got. And it was a sentiment there as well, being expressed by some of the by some independents that, like Michael Laurie did last week, Sean Kenny did it last night. That you know the, the response to this is not to give a head to the far right agitators who sparked this riot. That you you stand by uh, the institutions there and and the government at a time like this, and you 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 let people know that that. Someone is in charge, even if that person is in charge, is by, by no means uh, perfect. The vote was interesting because you had that breakdown where they, they, in the three coalition parties you, there was no sign of anybody drifting whatsoever over the course uh, of the last 10 days. They were then bolstered by uh, the usual government supporting independents, Cahill Berry, Sean Canney, uh, Noel Grealish, Michael Lowry, Matt Shanahan, all, all voting with the government. And then on the opposition side, uh, you had Sinn Féin plus Labour plus the Social Democrats, people of for profit, and then independents like... Uh, The two, Healy Ray, Healy's Ray, Matty McGrath, Michael Fitzmaurice, Thomas Pringle and Patter Tobin uh, voting against the minister. Curiously enough, the first person who declared what way they'd be voting on a motion of no confidence was Nasa Horrigan of now outside of the party whip of the Green Party and I don't see her voting one way or another last night. So last week she was saying she didn't have confidence in the minister if there was a motion she wouldn't be voting for her. And then when the vote actually happens, well, she, she's not there. Mm.
0: By the way, did anyone in the course of uh, the debate uh, talk about uh, Love Ulster? Because uh, Sinn Féin did not organise the counter-protest in the Love Ulster riot. Well, when was that, 2006? and six six, yeah. yeah. Uh, but there would be no doubt that people of a Republican bent would have been part of that riot.
1: Yeah, I mean, Sinn Fein weren't, weren't involved, uh, in that. Nor, you know, there was also some skirmishes, uh, down off Parnell Square, uh, during the, the Queen's visit. Again, people of a, of a Republican bent, um blamed on, on, on that occasion. But again, no association with Sinn Fein on that Queen's visit by the Queen were, were stepping back and, and not getting involved. Uh, in it uh, at all one way or another so uh, no Love Ulster didn't come up, it, it was more concentrated on the events of of last uh, Thursday week uh, the, the Garda and Justice response to it the what had happened before that in terms of, of warning signs of, of problems with the the, the, the far right uh, and how those protests were being policed uh, and also the the lack of policing visible policing uh, in in the north inner city so that seems to be where the, the, the focus was concentrated on and this view that basically as Mary Lou McDonald but there, there is a menace. Uh, about the, the the city for the last number of years and that the, the the minister uh has not acted uh upon that. The the government came back and you know there was a the broad defense of the minister uh most uh there was several references to her her record on a a strategy of 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 tackling domestic violence and and the view that she was one of the first ministers to to take that issue very seriously. Now we've had a a strategy there we haven't had full implementation mm-hmm. yet, uh, and and then like and then basically once once you got over the arguments about you know defending the minister, it it basically turned into a pummeling fest uh, of the Sinn Féin benches. Yeah. Now the, the uh, questions from from uh, for
0: Sinn Féin, I, I know that they articulated the view uh, Mary Lou herself that you know not to take a vote of uh, no confidence or to to propose a vote of no confidence in the minister. Uh, would have been a loser for them uh, because they would be expected to do that as as the principal party of opposition. Um, but equally, the risk of you know proposing it and then having it countered and losing that motion uh, had its risks as well. So, given a, a slight slide in the polls recently for them, um, what lessons for Sinn Fein from that exercise?
1: Yeah, I mean they. The pitch that was being put from the government benches last night was that the the, the impact uh, of events on O'Connell Street has been that that people want instability, and Sinn Féin are are seeking to sow inst- uh, instability. Uh, that the the polls are a reflection that that people have have come back to the centre. It uh, was Frank Fene referred to the the, the centre ground will will hold. Uh, And basically, it was an opportunity for the government benches to to basically portray uh, Sinn Féin as as being irresponsible uh, in in this area, that they were just politically taking advantage of a political opportunity uh, to express no confidence in in a minister and not really having any overall uh, strategy. I mean, Sinn Féin's argument would be, well, look, this was the, 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 the very heavy Bale of straw that broke the camel's back, uh, and that it was it was time to put put this uh, forward. There were also, you know, it became quite a fractious debate as 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 things uh, proceeded. Mary Lou McDonald's accusation that there wasn't an adequate government response to the school that that she said it took up to two weeks for government ministers to contact. Uh, there was there were calls from. Uh, Leo Vradker for her directly to, to withdraw that. Norma Foley and Josefa Madigan directly contradicting it. And likewise, Pascal who her, con- her constituency colleague, saying that that, that, that simply is not true when you, when you look, uh, at the, the, the supports that were offered to the school, uh, both within an hour, uh, of, of the incident and, and subsequent meetings that happened. very Low McDonald was, was, was sticking to her guns on that. There was also rouse over the, the displaying last week. Uh, of a of, bite of, of a of a photo uh, of what appeared to be uh, a, a, a man who was passed out or sleeping on the steps of the school and the point being made, well, why, why is there not a policing presence here? Uh, seemed to be a valid point to make, but the, the point, what was coming back then at Mary Lou MacDonald was, look, this was a vulnerable person. You basically sought to identify him, and so on. So that went that went over uh, and, and and back again. So you had this kind of claim and counter claim, and given the manner in which the 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 motion was 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 set up it 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 then graduated towards well let's let's look at your track record uh on justice you continue to not support the the special criminal court you've been you, you your your tds have have welcomed uh garda killers when they've been been uh released uh from from prison uh the ira was responsible for the the the, the murder of several gardi uh, over the years, and it turned personal as well. Uh, in that there was there was comments about individual criminal records that uh, people on the on the Sinn Féin uh, benches have.
0: All right, uh, we'll we'll park that one. That uh, expected result uh, played out, and it would have been. Uh, A shocker if Eamon Ryan had actually not been paired and had journeyed over uh, to Ireland from Dubai only to find a majority, a thumping majority of 20 in that debate. Anyway, that's that. But uh, the other story bubbling around is that big job that Pascal Donoghue might be in line for and Michael McGrath might be after a big job too
1: is Michael McGrath practically went into the furniture removal business this morning. He was offering uh, so much help to, for, to Pascal to get out the door. Uh, Michael McGrath asked about this issue this morning, whether his colleague in, inside in Errian Street would be moving to the IMF. And he gave him a, a glowing reference and said it was great to have an Irish person associated with this job, that he'd be more than capable of it. But but basically said th- that this process needed to be to be afforded time uh, and that to see how it it would, would play out. Uh, so that was far from the the excuse being put forward from the Taoiseach at the weekend, which was there's no vacancy here and we don't know what you're talking about, nobody knows where this is all uh coming from uh likewise he was michael McGrath was then asked well what about heading to the european commission himself and he gave a, a similar kind of answer where he said look that process the, the, the leaders of the political parties need to be given time to 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 to, to decide but he didn't uh, say no that. he certainly did not say no uh, at all and the speculation has been in recent times that we know that there was a deal done with Fianna Fáil and, and Fine Gael as part of the coalition arrangements three years ago that the European Commission uh, would uh, would go to Fianna Fáil next time. It's taught, it was taught at the time that Michal Martin kind of had this as a safety net in place for himself in case things didn't go too well. Too well. Things have turned out a bit better for me, Hall Martin. Uh, the the thoughts now are that he doesn't want to go to the European Commission. So the next person in line then is Michael McGrath he certainly wasn't ruling himself out. I mean in recent weeks we have had kind of ridiculous propositions in recent weeks that Charlie McConnell, the third choice minister for agriculture, which is a, a fairly low-down portfolio in, in the in the Cabinet Peckin order, he was being linked with it. So like you need to send out a heavy hitter. Out to European yeah. Commission posts to be taken seriously, and your minister for finance is about as heavy as you can get.
0: All right, Fiona in Ireland, edited with uh, Independent.ie. Thank you very much for joining us. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance, weekdays at nine am on News Talk.